Good morning, good morning. Mosa Shati Andra Mosa Khan. Good morning, good morning. Dianda Mosa Shiandan Diandan. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Your morning is good. Your life is good. Your walk is good. Your standing is good. You've been planted and firm and rooted is good. Your thoughts are good. Your deeds are good. Your words are good. How you hear and perceive is good. What you see and keep your eyes focused upon is good. It's good. It's good. It's good because it's God. Hallelujah. 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 If that's the highest praise and you know your God is good, say it with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make a song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the most high God. Hallelujah. We're not coming here this morning to ask. We're coming here this morning to give praise. To give thanks. We already have what we say. He already hears us in our heart because he already searched the heart. He already answered before we call. So we come to give thanks. We go higher today in thanksgiving. We enter into a higher set of gates. Enter into his course at a higher level. Receiving more. More awareness of who he is. More awareness of what we can do because we know more of who he is and what he's able to do on a higher level than ever before. This morning is what our eyes have never seen in our God ever before today. Give thanks, give praise. God is so creative. Our creator is very creative. How he talks to you is so amazing how he can relate and respond to you Personally, personally, due to your relationship with him, personally, God give me a dream that many people are being or was, you know, was told a lot of lies upon, betrayed so many ways, backstabbed so many ways. Been backbitten in so many ways from so many people who say that they love you and I, care for you and I, smile in your face and talk about you behind your back, do things for you and throw it in your face or tell other people about it, lie on you, lie about you, lie to you. And sometimes it can bother us And sometimes it cannot But in this season, in this day During this time We should not be moved And our walk shows that God said you have been justified That means that already came up on you But there are people That God had to remind About your justification Regarding every area of your life Even your kids Wherever your kids go Even the school system Your children have been justified So no devil No demon Can come near your kids dwelling Because they have been justified Because their lifestyle 
give God glory, honor, and praise due to your lifestyle because you're teaching your kids in the way they should go. So forth also the marriages who are of God. Hallelujah. Just because a merch appeared to look so good on the outside, that's not a believer's focus. Because we know everything starts within. So we're not impressed. We know what we do. We know what we say. Speaking for Murray folks. We know what we do. We know how much we love each other. We know where we stand. We don't have to show nobody. We don't have to make no point. We don't have to prove anything. We know what it is. But in our home. Between you and I. You understand. And that's why God is exalting your marriage now. People are seeing what happens, what happens behind your four walls of your home. Behind the four walls of your home, it is being exposed because you're being rewarded openly. It's not about always how you look on the outside. But how you look on the outside should be synchronized on how you feel within. Because many people like to dress up the outside because the inside doesn't agree with on the outside. But that's backwards. That's not spiritually. That's a natural encounter. Because spiritually, God deals with everything on the inside. Like this song says, something on the inside, working on the outside, that brought about a change in my life. And that change is God's goodness on the inside. And it's shown on the outside. If it's not shown on the outside, the same way I feel on the inside, then something is not right. Hallelujah. You have been justified. Even in your finances. Anything or any person, any place that's connected to your finances and your resource that God has set up for you to prosper in the way he has you to prosper. You have been justified. You have to know you've been justified. Because it's your walk with God. He know what you can have. He know what you can do. He did it for you. And that's how your love walk and your faith life and your faith walk increase by trusting in him. And leaning not to your own understanding, which is very important. But the point I'm making is how God relates to us due to us loving him. And he can relate it back because he's the one who first loved us. So God gave me a dream that everything I receive and we receive from him, he released to us. And he's waiting for it to come back in return. If I release my faith into you for you to believe in me, who you cannot see, but you use faith to believe that I do appear to talk to someone who you naturally cannot see and talk and believe in something that you have not seen yet physically. It's coming back to you in a greater measure. And how does it come back to you? By building up your faith and then you see the manifestation come to pass every time. And it causes our faith life and faith walk to go higher and higher. There goes love. I release my love to you. You receive my love and you release it back to me. How do you release it back to God? By releasing everything you release unto you around everybody else, towards everybody else, among everybody else, including you. 
before I got up, God kept playing his song. And different people around the world were singing this song. It's an old song. You got me going in circles. And all they kept saying is round and round and round and round I go. You got me going in circles. People leading people on. You know somebody like you? You know somebody who want to be with you? Don't entertain that. Do not entertain that. Because you're feeding that. And that's not of God. You're feeding that spirit of lust. You're you're feeding that spirit of gluttony. You're feeding that spirit to the point it becomes overruling over you. Because you're giving your authority to something that you know you should not. Leave the past behind. People you used to date or you had a relationship with, let that go. God will have us to say things over again. And it doesn't even matter. Say it over again. Let the past go. Past hurts, failures, anything in the past. You are a new creation. Let it go. A lot of times we know people like us, have interest in us, and we think it's harmless. And it's not. Because you're having to think something that you know that can never be. And it's called an obsession. And it all comes from a person who know they don't share the same interest as you because they like you and they know you don't like them. But they feel like there's nothing they can do about their feelings and their emotions. They can't control it. I just have to be with someone who don't want to be with me. And if they feed that demon long enough, the exception takes in and people begin to do things dangerously. That's why many people are getting kidnapped. Quote, unquote, raped. Because they see something that they feel like they have to have. And wouldn't have risked their lives to get it. Whether it's through lies. All of that, guys. And we all, it all start out with us thinking it's harmless. Because we know the people... And they will listen to us if we keep denying them, but still not letting them think that we don't care about their feelings. So we still be around them and show that we care. And they taking that care the wrong way as if, you know, there's hope. Then you got people in your past that you're not trying to let go of. You understand? If you want to see the brighter future, you have to let go of the dark of the darkness of the past. Your past is behind. If that wasn't to be your past, God will have that in your future. And if it's not, then that is the past. Let it go. Hallelujah. It's so amazing how God said to me in this season a couple of weeks ago, when it comes to your brothers in Christ, you know, 
Pray for them from a distance. God gave me those instructions. Pray from a distance. Intercede and minister from a distance. Because God knows that I'm a very, you know, affectionate woman. I'm loving and it's innocent. My passion for people, the same passion of Christ. People just come to you and just hug on you. You hug them back and all of that. But God sees things that I don't. And people could take that the wrong way. And now I see because people have. People have taken it the wrong way. In the past. Oh, she gave me a hug. Oh, it's a chance. She liked me. Then they start doing things, watching you, sending you inboxes. And if you're not showing no interest, they keep reaching out more, having other people to reach out for them. Come on, somebody. And you're not entertaining it, but you're being nice because you don't want to be mean. And you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But you can't think like that. You got to know your walk. Stand your ground. And a lot of friendships get, you know, I'm not going to say damaged, but quote unquote, you know, divided because of it. Or they think they better. Now there goes your friendship because they thought something that wasn't because you were being nice. So God was like, uh-uh, just pray from a distance. And I see why God said that now. Because God's glory looks good on us. God's glory, God's presence is very appealing unto us. You understand? And I'm not having it. God said there's going to be some people just come and just sit next to you, try to create conversations like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's something that it's not. God, I declare and decree right now, don't come to me like that. Not going to happen. Don't even think like that. I'm not even on that. To every brother, you understand? We want assignment. Let God speak to you. Don't speak to yourself about your well-being. It's not your will be done. Nevertheless. And that goes for all of us. Women too. Stay in your lane. Know who you are. Know your purpose. Know your purpose. God telling me these things because things were set up to happen. It's the new year. New revelation. New revelation, which is your revelation. Time for new opportunities. And our families mean well. But if it's not helping your walk, you have to come away with God alone a lot. I'm not saying stray away from that, but just know the voice. You hear what God says. You do what God does. That's it. 
Not do what God does and then grandma said do it this way. Or papa said do it that way. Or mommy said do it that way. Because some people can put pressure on you. Cause you to be uprooted out of patience. And the absence of, I mean the opposite of patience is anxiousness. That's not of God. How can you receive of God being anxious? Because someone putting pressure on you. But God said, cast every care upon him. Because he cared that much for you. Some parents, grandparents. I want grandkids. I want grandbabies. I want this. I want that. Then you feeling like, I got to hurry up. No. No. Stay with God. Do well there. Hallelujah. God would not just give me that song for no reason. You got me going in circles. You understand? Round and round and round I go. Stop entertaining people who you know like you and you have no interest at all. You understand? It could be very dangerous to the point it become deadly. It happens every day, which is called an obsession. Hallelujah. 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 You cannot make that call and say it's harmless. And keep entertaining it when it becomes harmful. Seriously. The devil going to keep trying to bring your past in your face. Because he don't want you to walk and embrace your future that is brighter than your past. He's trying to keep us from the future by bringing up the past into your present. And the reason why God had me to deal with this subject is because the new year is quickly approaching. And many people prayer requests, you know, to God is, you know, who haven't heard anything. Who has, you know, a prayer request. I want somebody, Lord. I don't want to be by myself this year, this upcoming year. Let me go, since I can't find nobody, you know, who want me in the future. Let me see who in the past who I can, quote, unquote, can, you know, who wasn't so bad, you know. Let me think about who I had. Oh, ah, nah, nah, my dad. But it wasn't so bad, this person, you know, maybe I could give him a call back and there you go, back in the past. Let me go FaceTime or, you know, inbox this person. There goes the past. Many people are angry at God right now because of what they do not have that they pray to him for. And you're going to keep feeling that way, which is frustration. You know why? Because you're not leaning to his understanding. You're trying to lean to your own understanding. Many people think that it's everybody else around them who needs to change when it's you. It's you. Those who were first are being last and those who were last are being first. I'm trying to tell you right now. 
I'm trying to say God is sitting a lot of people down. And those who are sitting are standing up and being exalted because they exalt God. If you're a person that's laid back and chill and know what you're working with, know what you do, you don't have to let it be seen and heard. It's good to testify, but you know what it is. You and your husband or you and your children or you and your family, y'all know what it is. And look what God <laughs> exalting you every time, every time. <laughs> and it's going to always be that way. Always. A lot of people, God is closing doors that he will reopen, but he's closing doors because he's trying to save a person from becoming a person that they're not. Because everybody don't know how to handle fame, popularity, resources. God puts that in your hand and you know about your power that was freely given to you and your authority also. You abuse that and think you're better. Forget who you are. Stop fellowshipping. Start having a new set of friends. Forget about the old friends who helped you get the way you are due to the love of God on the inside of them. And there you go. Change. Not even the same. Don't even look the same anymore. Don't even act the same anymore. And God tried to save a lot of us from being that way. And I come against that right now. You understand? Because it's not about you. God placed money in your hand. It's not about you. Even a home that God blessed you with. Your home is not about you. Your home is ministry of the goodness of the Lord concerning you. Because as for you and your house, you and your house, you and your house, you and your house, we shall serve the Lord. You understand? A family that prays together, you know the rest, stays together. God is in your home. God freely moves in your home. And let me put this out there. I get a lot of inboxes regarding this. You cannot try to mimic my prayer life. The way how God used me to preach and teach and think that's the way to do it. No, we are all crafted differently. You're going to find yourself frustrating yourself trying to mimic what God used me to do to bless you and help me too. Because he created you to do it the way how he created you to do. You have to do it the way he created you to do it. Hallelujah. How he created and crafted you to do so. Everybody don't, you know, release the word the same. And it's okay. That, that shows how unique our God is. And how wonderfully we all are made. I had to also release fire doesn't mean volume. <laughs> People think that. You could be just as calm, lying on your couch, pillow laid back, a cup of whatever in your hand. And give one word live. <laughs> and it'd be like falling bowling pins when it comes to hearts being converted. I'm trying to tell you. Loudness doesn't mean power. However, God, you should have released it. You'll release it that way. 
You understand? Whenever you try to mimic somebody else, it's clearly seen because it's not you. It's not you. I was in a ministry one time, guys, spoken word. And it's so amazing because we had to memorize the whole spoken word. That's not me. I'm trying to tell you, that's not me. <laughs> to write it down and remember it. Or oh, somebody give me some, a piece to remember. And I forgot it every time. Not that I don't have a great memory. I do. But that's just not my, my gift in that way. My gift in that way is freestyle. It comes straight from the heart and out of my mouth. Spoken word. Just like that. Every time. I gave a spoken word at a um, church one time. Being invited by a sister in Christ. She's still asking for, you know, the writing of the piece. And I say, when I write it down, you'll get it. That been like three, four years. <laughs> because I didn't write it down. <laughs> so I don't have it to give to you. And to this day, she still even know that it's, if she knew it came straight from out of freestyle, she would be like, dang, yo, all that for real? Yeah. I tried to write, write it down and got peace people gave me. Stood up for the congregation. I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh God. All I heard was crickets. I'm trying to tell you. And everybody looking at the straight face like, what you about to do? What you about to do? I'm like, it ain't about what I thought I was going to do, obviously, because I don't have it with me. It's gone. It's gone. So I got to do something quick. I just did my, God just put it in me. Spoken word from my heart. And the spoken word was about those who are last being made first. Not about wanting to be seen and heard. Parading back and forth, up and down. In front of a crowd to be seen and heard. I know some of us, we encounter that. We be like, sit down. Just, just, just sit down. But we're not going to say that. Some people beg for attention. Let me parade back and forth down the altar, you know. Have everybody watch me. And everybody don't do that, but you can feel who does. There's no worshiping. They walking back and forth. They just walking back and forth. For real though. Come on somebody. God is exalting you for what you do in secret place. You are being rewarded openly. I'm trying to tell you. I love it. I love what I see. Thank you Father for seeing. Give me the eyes to see. Let me say that. Seriously, guys. I was like, this song in my head, you got me going in circles. Round and round and round and round I go. People leading you in the wrong place. Leading you in, not in the right way. I had to politely say to a sister, we both came to an agreement about a certain a situation. This ain't, she's like, yeah, this not, yeah, we agree. But I thank God for her. You know, she was just asking. She said, don't take it wrong or anything, because I know you, you're a powerful woman. I understand. You give me word. But do you, you know, did God talk to you and think about having a mentor? No, he didn't. He didn't. And we fellowshiped and we fellowshiped. 
and not imparted. God used, we thought I was going there to learn when I was actually going there to teach. And look how God does things. He paying you to someone, someone else's life who you're teaching. And the world's way, that's the other way around. You sow into my life because I'm teaching. But God had me to sow into. You understand? Always see the good in everything. And at first I didn't. Because I was like, hold on. What's this? No, Father, thank you. Thank you. And we both came to agreement. You don't need no. I said, yeah, I know that. But I'm just coming just to, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you agree? I totally agree. <laughs> but whenever I want a fellowship, you know, I'll give you a call. But we could do this again. But this time it will be fellowship and not what we thought or you thought it would be. You understand? Not being so quick to teach. Be more eager to learn. You understand? Be more eager to learn. We learn. That's how we grow. I thank God for you guys being laid back. You laid back and still powerful at the same time. You're not wanting to be seen and heard. But when God exalts you, it feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> for it's going to be seen using you. It feels good because you are the vessel that he's using in such a way. And I'm not going to pretend that it doesn't because it do- it's supposed to feel good. You're supposed to feel good about how you look, how God cleaned you up. You're supposed to feel good. How are you going to walk around not feeling good about what God done in you? How are you going to release what, he- what else he's doing if you're not happy about the things he has done? But just don't boast. Don't think you're better. Don't let it go to your head. You understand, don't let it go to your head. We got to remain humble, guys. We have to remain humble. So many people testifying kept telling me how powerful I am and looking at me like I'm, you know, like I'm the golden child or something. And that's how I was treated. So I started looking at myself on the outside. First, I'm like, what y'all see? I'm just being. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, all right, okay. Then I start thinking that, you know, not, I'm, I've always been humble, always been loving. But I start looking at myself like, maybe I am the golden child. Start feeling like, you know, no one's on my level because I am the golden child. No one can help me. I have to be the one who helped you because I felt I was the golden child. Because they kept putting me higher and higher. And I'm humble about it. Come here, I love you. But I'm the golden child. You understand? And I thank God. No. 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 The answer to that is no. People are going to try to 
say things and do things. People gonna even give negative criticism. And they consider it as honest criticism. But it's what you say, God says. Hallelujah. You gotta be, you gotta have the heart to deal with the good and the bad. Even though you're releasing all good, you understand. Christ is a perfect example. Everybody didn't receive what he said. Many walked off on him. Was he moved? No. As disciples, are you willing to lead to? You want to go to? I prefer you not in so many ways, but do you want to walk away too? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may not get likes. You might get a dislike. You might get a, a negative comment from everybody. Well, I think you did this, but you messed up with this and said this. Knowing they could have easily inboxed you, they chose to put it out there for others to see. Being used by the enemy to cause you to stop going further in your ministry. You understand? Don't focus on the... I'm going to tell you how God, amazing God is. When I went to Africa, the time at that time, specific time that I went, there were about, there were about five thousand people that surrounded me at that market because they all heard that Amunzugu was coming in town, and it's just a, it's just a visitor that's not from here, and they all begin to crowd me, good and the bad. I had some were like, "What you doing here?" We don't want you here. Some said, oh, look who's here. And some said, let me, uh, let me buy you. <laughs> let me show you all. Let me buy you and show you off. All that was coming to me in this one crowd that my hosts and bodyguards, you know, begin to tell me to get away. And I wasn't nervous. Then I begin to speak a word. I just begin to pray. And I was like, wow, there was like this never happened before. 5,000 people. And I said, God, I gave that testimony. I said, about 5,000 people. And God says, it was more than that. It was more than that. That's why you don't hear too much about how many people falls in, you know, quantity, who you want to the kingdom. Because it's always more than that. You know why? Because someone always go run and tell what they heard. And there goes the multiplication. There goes the acceleration. Going further and further. Higher and higher. You understand? Seriously. He said, don't ever put a number to it. Because it's always more than that. Those seeds that you sown on good ground there will always produce a harvest a hundredfold. People right now, and that was over six years ago, are receiving from them seeds right now. So don't ever just put a number. You understand? And I thank God for that. He's showing me hay barrels, huge hay barrels, and a lot of lime. And you know what that means? That we're going to possess. Because guess what? We know who our God is. 
I love you. I can feel you as a listener. I can feel you being laid back, not wanting to be seen and heard. You don't do too much in a negative sense, thinking it's all about you, want to be seen and heard. I feel that coming from you. Your worship is so pure and divine. Get used to speaking in front of people. Because that's what you're about to do. Get used to it. Even if you got got to spend your day, you know, with God writing things down. And say, God, what what would be the next message you have me to release? He will put it in your heart. But I want you. That's why you listen to me. Because we shop for each other. You have to be available to move anytime. See, that's the thing. That's the push. That's the press. You have to be available every time. If you're a person who likes to sleep all the time and you're a deep sleeper, God is definitely your alarm clock no matter how deep of a sleep you are because he's the one who put you there. He granted you that favor to have that sweet sleep, but you must get up. Come on, release the word. He might have you do it any time of the day. It doesn't matter. Just be available. Sometimes God had me to go live in a grocery store then get just to testify of the goodness of Jesus because I place food in your house. Let people know I can do that. People thinking I don't do that anymore. I'm still the same. You understand? That was a quick song. Okay? Oh, God. Father. God. He would have you just say stuff. And he was saying, say things. Wonderful things. I don't know what that means. Oh, agreement? Okay. Agreement. You understand? And I want you guys to also know. Know this. Do to me. I mean, God. Know this. So much talk about. Know this. Do to me interpreting tongues. There is a word for every tongue that's the same. Because diverse tongues is just diverse cultures in the heavenly language into one language. And you can say one word and it can mean a lot in tongues. I'm trying to tell you. Like give praise. You can say that over 20 different ways in tongues. Because it's said in so many ways here in the earth in tongues. You understand? That's why I used to write, I used to try to write things down to remember and God, you know, explained that to me. No, because it can mean this, 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 this. What's yours, God giving you, you keep. You understand? Every gift you keep. I just keep feeling acceleration with you. Oh God. Oh God. You're going far fast. And you being seen and heard fast. I'm telling you. God's exalting you like that. Okay. Oh, God. I can see it. Oh, God. Yes. And he's taking you shopping to go with your look. To become more and more presentable in front of the crowd. And you got your laid back chill mode. But when it's time to dress up, to release such a word, your outer appearance must agree with your inner appearance. And you are royalty. So you're going to look royal. 
You understand? Royal all the time. You're going to present yourself the way how God you present yourself. If you didn't care about certain things before, you're going to start caring now. And guess what? When you're in front of a crowd and you speak in front of people, just be yourself. Just be yourself. God can have me to grab a crowd attention due to laughter while I'm releasing the word. And with you, it could be due to, you know, a past testimony. Because longs the people can relate, they can respond. You understand? You cannot grab a person and talk about your merch the entire time and they don't even desire to even be married. So there goes that person. Talk about kids and where they should go. I don't want no kids. Bye. <laughs> you understand? I don't saint at all, my Lord, with these eyes. Saint it all. God, don't say it at all with this mouth you placed upon me, blurting out words of prophecy like that. Out of nowhere, what? Hallelujah! And you receive, and you receive, and you receive, and you receive. Keep receiving, keep receiving, keep receiving, keep receiving, keep receiving, keep receiving, keep receiving because you believe. So keep believing, believing, believe him. Your whole house blessed. My son's school sent me a message. So glad that you chose this school. We so glad to have David here. What? We need his presence here. What? And he can hear me too. Oh, God. He felt like they did. They said, oh, God. They said that. I told him that in so many ways. But he knows it's worth. Because the devil tried it with my child. Have him thinking he's not good enough, smart enough, worthy enough. I would not have my child in the company of someone who God don't want me to. Simple as that. He's not going to go over anybody's house. He don't go, period. I'm going to some of my relatives. Anybody's house who do not serve the Lord and do whatever they do in their home, not with mine and not with yours. Because we done lifted our kids up to God and released them back unto us in a greater measure and the way they should go. Not gonna have my child around the smoking, the drinking, the cursing, and see that that's the way the way to live. Nah, not mine and not yours. You know what's so amazing? The guys who do do that, the smoking, the drinking at the school, look out for him. They say he's a good dude. He's different. He's not like us. Many of those who do those things. He's different. He's okay with being different. That's why we love his difference. Because he's okay about it. And no one's going to change his mind about it. Not even his mother. <laughs> you know why? Because I gave him over to God. And I kept him there. 
It's not easy being a parent. Am I right, ladies and fathers? Come on now. We got to realize that God uses us to help each other. Not for us to say, oh, dang, she good at that. I'm, I'm not good at that. Make me look bad. No. God had me with these kids for so long and they taught me. Even though I was teaching them. They taught me how to, you know, multitask. You got 12 to 16 kids on your side. Three other teachers, let's be real, that's there but not there. Because they see that you're doing work so they slack. Come on somebody. These kids got to get fed. Some of them all at the same time. They got to get changed, got to get clothed. You a mother for eight to nine hours with 16 kids. That's a lot of multitasking. You got to start grouping them up. They got to show me how, what to do. I had a strategy, a beautiful model how to do it. And I all started with a separation of the age group. Okay, you guys not able to walk over here. Those who crawl over here. I had assistance, of course. But I was the lead teacher, so I did, it was my how I had to do it. And I did it how God had me to do it. And they enjoyed it every single time. I never gave all the, all the children everything to do at once. We always broke it up. I had a schedule. I had a curriculum. This side you do this. When they're done, then this side you go and you rotate. For the, the mobile ones. That's a lot. If you can do that, it's a piece of cake in your home. Because no one, you know, know how to do anything unless God show you. If you let him though. So I was just, you know, multitasking. It became so my norm, so familiar, that I could do it with my eyes closed. So many things at one time. And still take my time and make sure they all get done the way they're supposed to. Because some parents had their children on schedules. So you got to remember all that information at one time regarding all these children. God was teaching me with them. That I began to have a passion for them. That I became nurturing, loving. And they put a desire in my heart that I never even knew I was going to have about children. Because I, I was like, I'm good with my child. I'm good. One is fun. You understand? You have to be willing to be available. You can't get frustrated. You can't feel pressure. You got to be led by Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit always deal with us with being up earlier to make sure things go smoothly. And some of us have to get up even earlier to get things done smoothly. It can never be too much going on in a day when you cannot get the things usually are supposed to get done done. We can't make up no more excuses, guys. See, I never gave an excuse because God, I knew God don't want to hear that. I know he want to hear that. That's not even us to give God excuses. Now, I done got so familiar with it, I got to slow down now. And I may not slow down like I'm moving fast. It's like so much getting done earlier. 
I'm like, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I found myself rewarming up dinner. I'm like, dang, I finished dinner at three o'clock. <laughs> Clothes done, house clean, everything done early. Let me slow down so I can, you know, have, you know, prolong some stuff. <laughs> and God said, no, just have that time to pray and soak in my presence and read. You understand? Seriously. Because we have to have the attitude, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Who strengthens us. Don't put things off. You got to wash those clothes. Wash those clothes. Get them done. You got it. You got it. And when I'm closing I'm close the washer, some in the dryer, do what else you got to do. You can never be overworked working in the kingdom. The kingdom on the inside of you. Do what you got to do. And guess what? While it's getting done, you like to watch TV? Go ahead. God never said you can't watch TV. Go ahead. Whatever you like to do. You want to FaceTime people or get on Facebook and everything? You got a good motive. You're a positive person. Just because you're on Facebook don't mean that you like drama. No, that's not the, not the purpose. Because you want to be on Facebook all day. I mean, you, I mean, you know. But when you're in ministry, there's no all day sitting around doing nothing. And you're going to be working. You understand? Do what you got to do. Get that house clean and smelling good. I'm trying to tell you. And you're going to feel so much better about yourself. You understand? Do you have more time to do what? Spend time with your children. Family. This goes for all of us. God helps all of us. How's somebody going to want to be murdered somebody in your house? You know, you only want to clean up. Come on, somebody. God not going to have you to marry somebody and they're not prepared for you to be disappointed. That's not going to happen. You're just going to sit there and wait till you get ready. You understand? Oh, you're just putting clothes on, don't even bathe. And they start to see, hold on, they ain't getting a shower for like five days. Hold up now. You understand? I'm trying to tell you, God will prepare you for things like that. People do that. Come on. And I want you to know that it gets greater with time. It don't get worse. It gets greater. God's glory upon your life gets greater. You and your children, your family, it gets greater. God have us to prepare for the lifestyle that we ha- he have for us. My lifestyle required me to move multi, you know, be multitask. So I have to be up when he asks me to get up and be available. And I'm talking myself out of it. Let me tell them, Phil, get out of my bed. Like, oh, God. Okay, Father, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. A couple of times in the beginning, I was praying, I was half asleep. Then I say, wait a second. I command my body to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Right? So I say, bless the Lord like that. I was going to bless the Lord. Oh, God. Jesus. I got someone saying, thank you. God is amazing. Seriously, guys. Got to. We got to. God said to me, I know you love your brothers in Christ, but some of them will take your love and affection wrong. You are a beautiful woman. Stand back 
And guess what? I stand back. I don't want to get nobody no wrong impression. No. And they go for you too. And some people just, you know, they feel like they're doing the right thing. No. But thank God for that. No. Uh-uh. And it goes for you too. Women do it too. And a lot of them not even aware what they're doing. They just, you know, see an opportunity for no prosperity in that area. But not aware of it. You understand? Let's continue to pray that we all stay in the will of God. You understand? Having a heart of God. You understand? Seriously. Because the devil will try it, guys. He will try to use your very strength to become your weakness. Oh, excuse me, guys. Please excuse me. It's the time I'm supposed to get up. <laughs> I was up a whole hour earlier. See, see what I'm saying? God went from waking me up to I'm up, Father. I'm up early. I'm up early. You understand? And God gave me an example of the disciples. How they kept falling asleep. When Christ went to go pray, he asked me to go pray with him. Just stay up and agree with me. I'm going to give my life for you. Why you sleep? Dang. Look with you all this time. Still don't get it. See what we know now, if they knew then, which they know now. Jesus. Same as us, if we knew now what we did then. The others look at us like, I would never, ever. You might not have been asleep, you know, physically like that. But you've been asleep before. But God had you to wake up and do something else. I thank God for my son. My energy rubs off on him. Because I don't have to, when I say, you know, time to get up for school. That's what the alarm was for. Him, me to get up to get him up. Already up. I love his energy in the morning. Hey, DJ, you up? Up. Ready. 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 Let's do this. Let's do this. Even sometimes your body might be like, yo, Lord, time. Nope, I command. He commanded every morning. I can see when he's commanding. Nope, I'm good. You still time a little bit? I'm good. I'm good. You understand? Travel this place and that place. Go this place to that thing. God will have you to do two or three things at the same time. Without even being tired. You understand? But you have to watch the words that you speak. Because that you're going to have. So back to this song that God put in me. When I was on my way. Waking up. You got me going in circles. In that cycle. Whatever cycle, end it. And just be open and available for him to do whatever. And I mean whatever, however. He may just say to you, go live. You don't know what to say. Just go live. Go live. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't do anything unto yourself. When you're in ministry, you're doing everything unto him. How you present yourself. People's coming to me, inboxing me. Thank you. You look like 12 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. How you do all that in the morning? Because I do it unto the Lord. Your makeup too. Makeup too. 
understand. Do everything unto the Lord. You ain't got to get up there with no gown on, but you know what I'm saying? If that's what you feel to do, give God your best every time. Don't be lazy with it, y'all. We can't be lazy with it. One time I was rushing doing the dishes, God said, no, slow down doing the dishes. Because you even doing that unto me. Because I blessed you with them. Slow down with everything. Therefore, you don't have to rush to do nothing. Because everything will be done the way it's supposed to be if you just be available. Just be available. He's making us more available. Don't complain. I got to do this. I got to do that. No, God, can you help me get my priorities together? Can you help me take care of these household, you know, chores? Can you help me on what I'm supposed to do? Let me tell you an amazing thing that God just said to me. Those who houses seem to be, you know, those who have chores and you feel like, I don't feel like doing this. If you have that kind of attitude, God is so pleased with you versus a person who house seems well put together and have all that time and do nothing with him. You do. You worship. You praise. He's just going to help you put your priorities in order. But you got to be available for it. You might got to stop the TV just for a little bit. Just so it can get you where you're supposed to be. And then there goes your TV because everything's done. You done prayed up. You still praying while you even watching TV. And everything else is done. Dinner already done. I'm, I'm, I'm so far ahead of myself. I have to slow down. Because I'm, I'm, my mind right now is on 4 o'clock. It's only 6 this morning. I'm on 4 o'clock this afternoon. That's how fast God has brought me up in that area. Because I gave him my time. I'm trying to tell you. He, he well prepares you. My whole life is in the future. I'm seeing. I'm doing. Like I remember, you know, I'm here, present. I'm present. <laughs> me living in the future is being present. You understand? I got to remember, you can't say everything you see in the future. You understand? Regarding everything. But whatever God had me to say, I say. Whatever he had me to keep, I keep. So in that cycle, whatever's going around and around in your life, repeatedly, stop. By saying, Father, I become more available unto you. Father, I become more available unto you. Everybody gets nervous to speak in front of a crowd. It's a crowd. You speaking in front of people. And your focus is them receiving. Because you don't want to be used for them not to receive. You don't want to say nothing to have them turn away. But when you give God the glory, honor, and praise and release it back over to him. Whatever have you feel comfortable, keep doing that. God and the Holy Spirit will help you. Help all of us guys. Because that's what we're about to do. Speak in front of multitudes of people. However God wants us to do so. I love you. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. My joy is full because of you. Thank you for imparting me. I love you. I know you love me. Greater is he. <laughs> Greater is he. <laughs> Greater is he. <laughs> Greater is he. Oh God. If I ever see a pastor or hear a pastor say that, I'm done. 
<laughs> they only say how once. <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> and make somebody say, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. If you know somebody inbox me, I want to hear that mess. My God. <laughs> Greater is he who's in Austin. He's in the world. I love you. I got to go. <laughs>